Let's go, Cowboy Nation, 54 to 19. Let me give you guys this right here. Four rushing touchdowns, three passing touchdowns. And when you look at everything, this particular team got the ability to score from all angles because the defense even scored. Shout out to Malik Hooker for picking up that scoop fumble. Shout out to Damone Clark for creating the fumble, by the way. And let's not leave out Malik Hooker's INT. As well as this dude by the name of Dayron Bland, his two interceptions. It wasn't like it was the ball that was like floating in the air and it just landed in his hand. He had to fight for those balls, right? And on top of that, this particular team, the utilization of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. My goodness, that split is wonderful. One is thunder, the other one is lightning. And, of course, Jerry, Wayne Jones want to talk about, hey, discipline factors for Ezekiel Elliott is the reason why he didn't start. Just hush, Jerry. That's all you had to do. You don't have to tell everyone everything, but neither here nor there. Uh, This particular team, if they can continue to do this, there's only one team that can stop the Dallas Cowboys, and it's the Cowboys. If they play to the levels that they should play week in and week out, they are absolutely unstoppable. Now, Dak Prescott, he was 20 for 30. He missed 10 passes, by the way, 170 yards for three touchdowns and one INT. He had a passer rating of 100.7. Now, when we look at all of, of everything, we can talk about the numbers being low, but there was a big crucial catch Well, P.I. from uh, the coats on Noah Brown, which, you know, would have looted some of these uh, numbers here. And I think he would have had 200 yards. But that's neither here nor there. What I'm looking at is 34 carries for 220 yards on the ground. And even when we brought in Malik Davis, who averaged pretty much 9.7 yards per rush, he had 29 yards on the day. So we look at all of those things and say, my goodness, if this team can continue to play this way, (laughs) nothing can get in the way but themselves. Now, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, I don't think that there's a person out there saying, hey, Law, he's not a number one. Nah, I don't think the people are saying that. They can clearly see that this dude is a number one wide receiver. Five receptions for 71 yards. He was averaging 14.2 yards per actual catch. And on top of that, he had the yak action. You throw him the ball underneath, he was able to slip out of there and continue to move forward to give you a touchdown on one score and to give you a prominent first down on the other. And on top of that, the old reliable, right? That's Dalton Schultz. Remarkable job out of him, man. Uh, Being able to catch those 50-50 passes down the seam. I like seeing that. And then let's not sleep on Michael Gallup. Just when you think it's all said and done, here's Michael Gallup finding the soft spot in the zone or catching the fade ball for the touchdown. I like what I'm seeing out of these guys and the weapons that they got. Now, they shied away from the 14 personnel and the 13 personnel. They use a few 12 personnel. We got bitten by one of those plays. Uh, I think it was 
right when Jake Ferguson had a hold or what have you and we was pushed back. But the Cowboys showed the levels of resiliency in this game. At one point, the game score was 19 to 21. And boom, the Cowboys said, all right, we're going to leave you guys at 19 and continue, continue to move things, things down the field. And now I'm going to tell you guys, this dude by the name of Donovan Wilson, he wears number six on his back or on his chest, however you want to say it. He had 10 total tackles, nine solos, one sack, one tackle for loss, and one QB hit. This dude been flying around everywhere. And Donovan, he loved to hit people, man. Wilson, I call him the hit man. This dude, just just what he brings to the table. And De'Ron Bland, it's not like I said before, it's not like the ball was just thrown and he haven't, he haven't seen it or anything and it landed in his hands. No, he had to fight for those two INTs. Yeah, so I like what he's bringing to the table. And let's not sleep on J-Rock. J-Rock did his thing out there. Two tackles for losses, uh, a pass breakup. He was just everywhere out there. And when we think of it, I couldn't put enough dirt on my guy, Anthony Barr, because he was sitting there saying, all right, let me get in on the quarterback. And he sacked the quarterback. So those things go a long way. And Damone Clark been just doing Damone Clark type of things fast. He rallied, chased, scraped. He get to the actual opposition. And he tried to claw out the ball. And he did just that. Got the ball out. Parson is going to do Parson things too. He's going to generate and bring the pressure. But one of the guys that I want everybody to pay attention to when you go back and look at the take. Big Jonathan Hankins. Man, three solo tackles for a big boy down inside. Come on. He had a quiet, quietly, he had a great game. You know what I'm saying? A tackle for loss, just pushing things back. Five total tackles, by the way. This dude was doing his thing. He was. He was doing his thing out there. And when we look at that, we would say, all right, cool. Anthony Brown, he's out for the season, for the remainder of the season, by the way. Who would be the next man up? Well, it would be Kelvin Joseph, right? So we'll be looking closely at Kelvin Joseph to see what he brings to the table for the remainder of the season and see whether or not they're going to slide him inside and kick Dayron Bland on the outside or keep Dayron where he's at and elevate Nashawn Wright. Elevate maybe uh, Izzy. So there are a lot of things that the Cowboys can do in this situation, but I'm going to sit back and just wait and watch this thing turn into something good because I know for sure this dude, Dan Quinn, he'll make his adjustments. He's been making his adjustments since that Green Bay Packers game. Don't you guys understand that? Look, nobody in the National Football League got these types of scores on the offense, too. We got to give kudos and credence to Kelly Moore at this point, at this time as well, for making the necessary adjustments. 49 points against Chi-Town, right? 40 points against Minnesota. And then 54 points against the Colts. And excuse me, the Colts just had the Eagles against the Rope. Right? 
shoot, held them boys to a, to what I believe was 17 points or such. So these are things that we have to sit back and say, hey, if the Cowboys continue to do their Cowboys things, man, a lot of good things can happen for them down the stretch. And everybody else getting out there. In this game, the Cowboys may have only had three sacks, right? But they created enough pressure and enough energy to make people think, hey, man, hey, we better watch out. And shout out to Osa. He been doing his thing all season, too, quietly, right? Five total tackles, three solos, one sack, and one tackle for loss. So we got to look at all of this. You look at the defense of what they're doing. You look at what the offense is doing. And the special team's been solid. Doris Armstrong had a block, but it just that that ball continued to move forward. But Doris Armstrong being a special team hero, too. And Kevontae Turpin doing just enough not to wet the bed. Shout out to him. Man, one of these games, he going to pop something off, right? But the Cowboys, 9-3. Not three and nine, by the way. The final score, fifty-four to nineteen, against a the, the Colts' defense. For what you guys can say, this and that about them, the defense still for the Colts were still in the top ten or top eleven in most major categories. So the Cowboys went in and did their business at home, like they supposed to do on national TV prime time for your mind. So keep this up, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue. Hey, the journey is not over with. We got plenty of more games still to go. We got things to get done. Let's get it. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Go Cowboys.